are listening to the OmniTalk Fast Five, brought to you in partnership with the A&M Consumer and Retail Group, Firework, SPS Commerce, and Sezzle. Two pronunciation. All right, let's go to headline number five. Amazon is reportedly cutting dozens of its private private label brands from its assortment. According to the Wall Street Journal, Amazon has decided to eliminate 27 of its 30 clothing brands, such as Larkin Row, Daily Ritual, and Good Threads, leaving only three brands, Amazon Essentials, Amazon Collection, and Amazon Aware. Amazon Insiders also told the journal that Amazon also plans to drop some of its private label furniture brands, phasing out Rivet and Stone, Rivet, sorry, that's one, and Stone and Beam, another one. Bland is also a good name for that, man. Actually, honestly, when you read them. Uh, Once it's stock of those items is gone. The changes are in line with a broader effort by Amazon over the past two years to curtail unprofitable, unprofitable businesses and products. I'm getting tongue-tied yeah, you today. Are. Uh, and the Wall Street Journal also added that the private label moves uh, also address the scrutiny of the competitive practices around Amazon in-house brands that has vexed Amazon for years. Ben, we're going to go to you. Uh, is regular scrutiny the real issue here, or is it just a window dressing excuse? I, I, I do think it's it's window dressing. I think it's you know leveraging the scrutiny they under you know using that as the guise to you know, skirt by admitting they made a mistake. Um, you know, they don't make that admission often, you know, if ever. If we look back to 2014, I mean, they, they launched private label with Essentials quite some time ago. When we saw Target introduced in 2014, very methodical, you know, an all-in store. And Target today, you know, great private label, you know, brand. Shoppers know it. Shoppers can feel it. Shoppers can, you know, will continuously buy it. And where Amazon ran into trouble, Right, was setting this this huge target. I think it was ten percent of net sales by twenty two. You know, you've got you know, that, that's that's quite ambitious. But then expanding too far, forty five brands. You know, no one being able to find it on the website. Inventory issues, can't sell it. Now you go to they're just running through all this inventory. Who knows how long that's going to take? Um, so you know, they're, they're admitting defeat here um, on this on this play. And, and interestingly. I think this is going through the headlines a bit. They are reentry or introducing some of their Whole Foods private label brands to the marketplace, though. So, so for products that you can test in store, right? Because that's how private label really works for consumers. And now I can go get my you know, my olive oil that I use every day through Amazon. That that's how it should work. And so, you know, throwing the white flag, but continuing down their path. Yeah, Chris, what are your thoughts here? One hundred percent agree. I think. Yeah. I think that's just a smokescreen. Yeah, without a doubt, it's got to come down to sales more than anything. Because if it was regulatory, why would you keep any of the brands? Yeah, right. right. Like if you're gonna, if if that's gonna be an excuse, you get out of everything. You yeah, know? it makes no sense. And you wouldn't get it. You wouldn't keep the things that you're selling the most of because that just makes the regulatory case that much stronger, in my opinion. So, yeah, and with the highest margins. Yeah, yeah. So it, yeah, right. And and it allows you to pit pit yourself against everyone, and you have all that data behind you, which is also a whole nother topic. But but and the other thing, it's it's so it's very concentrated in apparel, yeah. Which you know goes along with that along with that line of thinking too, because Amazon continues to struggle in apparel. Like yeah, I've not heard of. I mean, I don't I don't shop Amazon apparel that often. But had any one of us heard of any of those brands that you mentioned? And to Ben's point, how would I know about them? Because I'm not marketing them in any way I can see them. Like I am a Whole Foods private label brand when I'm walking the store or through an advertising campaign or something like that. So yeah, it's gotta be that. Yeah. The problem though, it gets to what Ben was saying earlier is that apparel shopping on Amazon still sucks. Like it's not, it's a terrible experience. There's no discovery. That's easy to happen. It is. I'm not the hyperbolic. It is seek and destroy. I need white (laughs) undershirts, 
which is where why they're it keeping is. Amazon Essentials right. because that's the white undershirt. It's I need exactly right. I need gold hoop earrings. That's what I'm going to look at Amazon for. That's Amazon collection. Their jewelry that like yeah. comp competition. And then I need sustainable fill in the blank here, whether it's t-shirts or baby towels or whatever it is. And that's Amazon aware. Like they are keeping the brands that you are going to comp shop that you are going to go to Amazon for to find. And you don't care about like discovery of product or inspiration in an outfit. It's just, I need white undershirts. I know I can go. I'm getting Amazon essentials. Also, what happened yeah. to Amazon style? And is this going to impact that at all? Like, that wasn't that built to like support yeah. all of these 30 different yeah. clothing brands? I don't know. That was an attempt to do what Ben was talking about. Right. Yeah. I mean, we haven't heard word one about that in like a year. I know. Okay. Well, Chad, I'm going to give you the last word here. What do you think about this? Are you, are you all about window dressing or do you think there's something more to it? No, no, no. It's, it's a complete red herring, right? I think if uh, if they were doing well from a sales perspective, then there'd probably be a little bit more of a struggle in terms of how to balance the scrutiny with what to do with the portfolio. Yeah. So it's really easy. Legal scrutiny plus sagging portfolio bag it. No, no brainer, yeah, right? Right, right? You know, I, I, I would the final point I would make, though, just for all my CPG brethren out there is, is I think this is an indication um, it reinforces the point that like Amazon is not a place to build brands. Right. So when you're actually thinking about your, you know, kind of marketing brand building type portfolio, like like for them, you couldn't even do it themselves. Yeah. Right. Or or other CPG brands like it works really well if you have a pricing advantage and you want to create incremental incremental conversion and places to search. Right. We've talked about this on the podcast before where Amazon is now the number one search engine for, you know, for product search. Right. right. So great. Go there for known goods, price advantage, but it's not, a, it's not a brand building mechanism.